Disclaimer, cold open. I'm hosting a new podcast called Over the Line. It's a show about soccer, football, and everything in between, with a little bit of pop culture. It's hosted by myself and Preston Weatherington. It will be on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. Please listen to it. Make us the number one soccer podcast in the world. I know that's not too much to ask you guys because you guys are the best listeners in the world. So you can follow that Twitter at OTL underscore pod over the line at OTL underscore pod. You can also follow this podcast Twitter account at if anyone cares underscore. And you can follow me on my personal page where I tweet a lot of random things about a lot of random things happening in my life at Riley James I A C and not to hold you up too much. You should probably follow the show at OTL underscore pod over the line. Come out November 13th, me and Preston Weatherington. But not to hold you up too much. Here is the show where we had a all show long guest co-host. That is a really fun conversation. She goes deep into some things and uh, she was very open and honest. And I think you're going to like it because I loved it. To the show. Give our uh, guest co-host a ring right here. Pull it up. Hello. Hey. Hi. Is this really happening? <laughs> I told you I was gonna do it. I just didn't like. No when it only <laughs> took it only took me like a couple years or whatever <laughs> yeah it's been a while but I'm, I'm happy this is happening yeah me too i'm super psyched i'm just kind of excited to see where this is gonna go <laughs> like i have yeah. <laughs> I, I have like a, a starting point but i'm just gonna let it go and just see what kind of what happens yeah for sure this is um, great yeah, I I honestly I'm glad I like said something to you because I um like I guess you didn't send your text didn't go through or you forgot to send it or something but like you would have thought that like I was ignoring you again <laughs> or something <laughs> like and I would have been like oh my god like here we go like because I really had good faith I was like I have good faith in like coming and like doing the podcast so like I really was gonna do it and I am gonna do it so. I'm glad I actually sent a text like, hello, are you still there? Yeah, I typed it out and it, apparently I didn't send it because I was kind of busy That's last okay. night. So it's it's all good. Um, yeah, it would be kind of a jerk move if you backed out right now. So Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm glad we're no, no, here. No, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. I'm trying my best. Like I have, I get so busy because um, I just started this like full-time job and then I was going to Wizards games and like doing the media stuff but then I was like okay 
um, this is a great time, like, to do it because the Wizards are on the road and, like, I don't have to go to any games. So, I mean, yeah. So I was like, let's do the podcast next week. And you're probably like, yeah, okay, sure. Like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, you, you were right. I was like, okay, let's let's see how like, the song okay, lasts. Like, I'll believe it when I see it. And now we're here. So this is fantastic. So, yeah, uh, so I'm okay. going to give you an intro and we're going to get started. How long does your podcast um, normally go? Usually 30, 40 minutes at the most. Okay, that's cool. You know, if we go an hour, we can always chop it down. Or if you got to go, okay. we can always just, you know, we can figure something yeah, out. Yeah, no problem. No problem. Okay. All right. Okay. Let's get everything up. All right. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to have you on all show instead of just like segmenting, segmenting it off. I'm just going to do a shorter show. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, a little guest co-host action right there. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> All right. How lucky am I? I after 18 months, it's I'm lucky that you're actually on the show. <laughs> you're counting it? That's how long it's been? <laughs> I think that's how long it's been. I'm not sure. <laughs> it's been like a billion years. And like, I'm always, I told my friend, I was like, yeah, um, I'm doing this podcast tonight. And he's like, really what like i'm like yeah he's i'm doing it with my friend riley and he's just like oh okay i was like yeah i feel bad because i kind of been putting it off for a really long time (laughs) and but and i told him but we're finally making it happen so he's like oh okay that's cool i was like yeah super excited (laughs) i'm gonna give you an intro okay hello and welcome to the if anyone cares podcast my name is riley james and on the show today, we have a person that is, I found her on Twitter. This is how this happened. I found her on Twitter and I followed her and she randomly followed me back, which I was not expecting. There was a bunch of tweets she had tweeted out at that particular moment that were funny, that were topical. And then I found out this is like basically a Wizards fan page. And then I found out a little bit more about her. She is involved and associated with the Washington Wizards. And then we struck up a friendship where for about a year, tried to get on this program. Not happening. Schedule conflicts, whatever happened. But we are finally so honored to have this woman on the show. She is going to be on our show. There, she is going to be a guest co-host of the podcast today, episode whatever this is. Becca Wingert, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? And to um, everybody who is listening right now, I just want to say, like, when Riley offered me to come on his podcast, this was like when I just started, basically just started on Twitter, and I knew what a podcast was, but <laughs> I just didn't know, like. You know, I, I just was kind of nervous because I'm like, oh, like tweeting about basketball is easy, but now I have to talk about basketball. <laughs> that's that's a lot. But um, yeah, I'm super excited that we're finally doing this. It's been really like overdue for a long, long time. I've actually rebranded the show and started over since I first talked to you, but it's all good. We're here. We're rebranded. Here. Yeah, rebranded. Oh this is now, um now we have to catch up like afterwards because I have no idea what's going on. 
I really don't know what episode this is. I probably should find that out. You're like, episode whatever. And yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, what does he mean whatever episode? It's been a while. 15. This is 15. Number 15. 15. So, awesome. So, it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while. I, I put out a show last week, but I did that show like a couple weeks before that. So, it's been like a month since I've actually sat down and recorded something. So, it's it's a little a little strange. Oh man, you got to stay on top of your game. I took like three weeks off. <laughs> it was it was great. And it was fine. I had a really good time. What actually happened? My car my car broke down. So just kind of like, hey, I'm gonna deal with this. So I took a couple days to fix it. Still not fixed, by the way. I'm like, I probably probably could use some time off. So I just took off three weeks, and now I'm back, and we're we're doing it. Nice. Yeah, I definitely can relate on the. Uh, car breaking down thing um yeah that's i mean that's understandable so i guess i guess it's excusable why you took some time off but i'm glad you're back now i have a question for you since this kind of how this is set up um what do you what exactly do you do what do i do (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) that's a lot that's like a loaded question um well i Okay, so in May, I graduated with my master's in business administration, and I have an undergrad degree, bachelor's in communications. So I recently just started a job, um, and it's a nonprofit in D.C., and I am a social, not a social media, that's lying. Um, I'm a communications coordinator for that organization during the day, nine to five job, and then at night, I walk down the street and I go to Wizards games as a media member and I do it for my Locked on Wizards podcast. So yeah, and when I can, I try to go jogging if I want to, depends on the day. It's really, (laughs) jogging isn't always like my, I mean, I love running, but because I'm so busy now, I just, because I have a job and like, you know, big girl stuff to do, I just... But yeah, so that that's basically what I do with my life. Because I, I see a bunch of Wizards content. Your bio. Let's talk about this bio for a second. Okay. This Twitter bio, because it's a little wild. It's a little insane. It's out there. So, first line. Wall is better than Kyrie. Don't at me. Yes, please don't at me. Like, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> then Jason Smith. Now, I love Jason Smith. He played for the, my beloved Hornets back when they were, you know, the Hornets and not the Pelicans. Um, right. Love Jason Smith. Completely understand why you like him. And plus, right. he plays for your team, so that's fine. Kelly exactly. Oubre, junior advocate. Okay. Mm-hmm. Again, <laughs> again, that's your team, so I get it. Uh, Keith Morris, enthusiast. Can't blame me after last game. That's all I got to say, so... Bradley Beal promoter. Now, Bradley Beal just did a record. Like, he just broke something. I want you to tell me because I don't know. Okay. Um, he broke the franchise record for three-pointers made. And um, Gilbert Arenas had the record prior. So now I think Bradley has something like, uh, I want to say, 660... Oh my gosh, this is so bad that I don't even remember it. But like he broke it um during the Toronto Raptors game. So he does have the record 
and that's amazing because he's so young. He's 25 years old. Yeah, I remember and the to day. Have that, to have that record, that's crazy. I remember the day he got drafted out of Florida, like third overall, and he's you know, he's killing it with the Wizards. And him and him and Wall in that backcourt, that's something that's always kind of troubled everyone else in the Eastern Conference. Now LeBron's gone. It's wide open. So realistically, now I want you to be realistic. What are the chances mm-hmm. that the Wizards do make it out of the Eastern Conference? I see the Wizards. It's very hard for me to have like a direct answer because as most people know, the Washington Wizards can be like, you know, be like, you know, play down to their competitors or they can just like give some of the toughest team like their biggest competition ever. Like they either look like they're the best team in the East or the worst team in the East. So it's like, I, I don't know. Like I can't, I can never be too sure what, um, what they're going to do. And it hurts me saying that because obviously I'm a fan and I want to say, no, they're the best. Like we're going to get to the Eastern conference finals this year. Cause like, I really don't know. That's good that you're not confident since you were probably the most confident <laughs> wizard <my> person. Bio. <laughs> yeah. You know, best point guard in the Eastern conference and you know, best bench. Yeah. It's fine. I mean, yeah, they. I mean, they are. I just um, it see with the Wizards, it's it's kind of like you know, it's up to them. You know, they have the talent on paper; they look amazing. But to get the chemistry going, to get you know the, basically, you got to compete every single night when you're out there on the court. And the Wizards, they last season they didn't have a great history with doing that, so I'm not sure. I mean, the preseason looked good. The first two games of the season looked awful. So there, you know, I I can't tell anybody what I think because I really don't know, which is kind of scary because I don't like not knowing. But translation, yeah. they're going to win the finals. Yeah, that yeah. Ba- that's okay. basically what it means. It okay. means they're going to win the finals. They're going to beat Steph Curry and like. Steph Curry and Co. And it's just going to be like amazing. In four, too. So, in in four, not not seven. Four. Yeah, in four, yeah. not four. No, in three. Like in three, <laughs> they're going to win in three. Like you know, that's that's just how it is. That's how I feel. They're going to beat them so bad in game three. They're going to forfeit game four. Yeah, they're just going to be so scared of us. Yeah. They're going to be like, oh man, I can't. We can't do this. Jan Mahini is way too scary. They're going to be like, no thanks. <laughs> Oh, man. That, that was such a wizard reference you just made. I'm pretty sure that no one outside of Washington got that. Probably not, but um, you can Google him. He's a uh, center. He's our backup center, and um, we pay him a lot of money. So, yeah. Now, the the thing I'm most curious about is how you like, how'd you get into basketball? Was it something as a kid? Was it something you kind of, you grew into as you became an adult? Like what, what was the origin of your basketball love? Okay. So I wanted to be a WNBA player growing up. And I think I, I always wanted to play basketball, but what really inspired me was watching Gilbert arenas and um Karan Butler and Ant- Antoine Jameson like you know just being the the um core of the Wizards and the reason why I was watching Wizards basketball was um because my dad is a Wizards fan 
so I grew up going to games and I grew up watching them and I wasn't always as interested, but I really started picking up when um, Gilbert came and the WNBA thing, like obviously didn't work out. Um, (laughs) I, I don't know. I went to the doctor one time and this really stuck with me and the doctor told me, she's like, Oh, um, you're not going to be any taller than like five, four. And I'm just like, excuse me. Like I I need to, like, I'm like, what do you mean? Like I am going to play basketball professionally and you can't like, that's not possible. Like, can I like do something to like make me taller? (laughs) Like, you know, and she was just like, no, like, you sorry, you know, you're just going to be 5'3". Sure enough, like, I didn't even – or 5'4". I didn't even make it to 5'4". I'm 5'2". So, so much for that. But I figured if I can't play basketball on a professional level, the next best thing is watching <laughs> the home team. So, yeah, it just kind it's kind of stuck with me into my adulthood, watching the Wizards. And I, I get that because I wanted to play – professional football and that didn't work out because i'm five eight um oh my gosh isn't it the worst when you're like you're not tall enough or you're not just like built the right way it's just like so frustrating yeah but yeah i um i played rec basketball i actually never played uh basketball like in high school or anything like that because i was doing cross country and track but um, yeah, I was, I, I like, I tell my other co-host, you're like my co-host for the evening. My other co-host, um, Quentin, I told him that I was an MVP on a losing rec team. So he tells me in return, he's like, oh, so you're like Russell Westbrook. And I'm like, that is not what <laughs> I wanted to hear, but thank you very much. Like, I guess so. Dang. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm Westbrook. So that's nice. Or Anthony Davis. Or Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis is a great basketball player, by the way. I hope he never leaves. I hope so, too. Like, I wish they could, um, you know, the um, Pelicans is one of those teams that I wish would, like, build on their on success, you know, because I'm just sick of all the other teams. Yeah, I just Basically. wish I wish we get better players and also have great coaching and you know maybe win a couple trophies and stuff. But that's I mean that's wishful thinking as a Pelicans fan because we've sucked forever. Um. Yeah. You know what? But you guys have got some good players though. You've I mean you've got Anthony Davis obviously. You've got um, Alfred Payton right. Yes. You got that- Holiday Okafor. I mean, you guys got some good people, and you got Tim Frazier back. Yeah, we did. Okay, let me just say something about Tim. Like, he, I truly believe if he didn't get injured, he was going to have, like, an amazing NBA career. I think just, like, his injuries and stuff just, like, prevented him from. But, yeah, I mean, you guys have got, like, great talent on the team it's just it's so difficult you know like the competition is just so high these days it's crazy yeah i mean with the warriors like it's like what's the point you know they've got like five all-stars on their team yeah boogie we miss boogie boogie yeah oh man i'm sad all right (laughs) i can't wait for their for them to realign the league and put us in the east Oh, oh yeah, you want to go to the East now? Yeah. I, I, I can't blame you for that one. <laughs> it would be third or second. Oh, it would be wonderful. Maybe not second. Maybe third or fourth. So, 
probably yeah. We're probably um probably gonna be like six, seven, or eight, maybe nine in the West. The West is pretty tough. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. I mean, like even the most talented teams, like in the West, like even though they have a lot of like you know all stars or talent, they might not even make the playoffs just because everybody's out West now. Yeah, you got that LeBron guy that plays for the Lakers. He's oh my good. gosh! Like what? I I still can't believe that. I mean. I guess, like, I knew he was going to leave Cleveland, but I thought he was going to go to, like, the Sixers or something. I, like, was not expecting the Lakers move. But, hey, you know, NBA is, like, you know, NBA offseason is, like, the tabloids. Like, you literally never know what you're going to get. So when I read that headline, I was just like, oh, well, that's different. See, for (laughs) for me, this is how I look at it. I I look at the NBA as an all-male soap opera. That we all yeah, get to enjoy. Yeah. It's like the Kardashians, but like boys. But even the Kardashians are in the NBA though. Like that's the, yeah, that's the thing. Exactly. They're always involved somehow with NBA players and it's wild. And you have the Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant thing. You have Jimmy Butler blown up in Minnesota. You have Rajon Rondo and Chris Paul fighting each other in Los Angeles on the floor because someone spit on someone. The NBA, it's it's more than just on the court stuff. We we've gotten to the point with the NFL where it's like we only focus on the negative in the NFL. The NBA, there's nothing but positive. Like there there's very few negatives about the NBA and I think that's what's making the league grow to the point that it might be the number one sport in about 5 years because kids, you know, I I I see kids wearing, you know, LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Anthony Davis jersey is all around here in Louisiana. Well, Kevin Durant plays for Golden State, and LeBron plays in L.A., and he played in Cleveland last year. There's a bunch of like other teams than the Pelicans jerseys around uh, with, with some of these kids. You don't see that many NFL jerseys now. So th- this new generation right. coming up, I think the NBA is really going to explode in about five years when all these kids start starting 16, 17, and they get um, you know actively involved with following teams, going to games and stuff like that on their own, so just like begging their parents to go take them to watch LeBron James whenever he's in New Orleans. So the NBA, it's here. And NBA Twitter is amazing. And <laughs> <laughs> what what's your thoughts on NBA Twitter? NBA Twitter is like the most funniest, funniest like it's a word. I mean, it, it is the most like hilarious, but also the most dramatic thing I've ever seen in my life. I mean, so like, you know, for an example, like some Wizards fans, you know, well, the preseason went really well. Like Otto Porter did pretty great. And everybody's like, Otto's going to save us. Like Otto's going to do amazing. And then he had a, a couple bad games and they're like, oh, trade Otto, get rid of him. Like, you know, he's the worst. Like, and, and, you know, it's just funny because, you know, that that's just how it is. It's, you know, you love them till you hate them. And it's like NBA Twitter, they always have something to say, even when they probably shouldn't be saying anything at all. But, um, yeah, I mean, I love it. I'm on there for a reason. Sometimes it's fun. Sometimes it's um, annoying. Sometimes it's overwhelming. But, you know, I'm here to stay, so. I just I love the the overreaction. I'm a very big 
fan of people overreacting because I do it quite often when it comes to like yeah. LSU <laughs> football or like anything with my sports team after one game. Like, oh, it's it's we're, we're done. Like LSU was LSU was down. Or no, they were even they were winning. LSU was winning. It was 24-21 with 10 minutes to go in the fourth quarter against Louisiana Tech. Now, Louisiana Tech's pretty good. So, it's <laughs> they're up by three with 10 minutes to go. And I'm just, in in my mind, we're going to lose to Tech. We're going to go, you know, four and eight. We're going to fire our coach. We're never going to be good again. Louisiana Tech's going to take all of our recruits, become the powerhouse in the state, and then take our spot in our conference. And it was just overreaction, overreaction, overreaction. We're all going to fail, and this thing's going to die in, in the stadium's going to be just this big goal thing in Baton Rouge that no one goes to anymore. And then we won the game by, you know, 20, and everything's fine. I just love to see that, like, when people watch NBA games. Like, 82 games. It's a long season. It, it, right. Plenty of things can happen. People can go on runs and slumps and streaks and everything like that. And it's just, like, one game. One game of 82, someone has a bad game and just, you know, bench them, trade them. Coach maybe even gets fired in the process at all. It just—it's my favorite thing. It's my favorite thing in the world because I probably shouldn't partake in it, but I'm one of the biggest contributors to it. It's definitely. Um, I think because when you're when you're a fan, it's like when you're a diehard fan of a team. You, I mean, you feel the highs and you feel the lows, and it hits you so hard that it's like that's. It's just, like, whatever you're feeling in that very moment, you just, like, put it on Twitter. You just, like, react. And I think that's, like, the the fun part of being a fan. Like, it's the most, like, exciting thing but the most painful thing sometimes, especially if you're not a fan of, like, you know, Golden State and you're a fan of any other team that actually loses um, finals and don't, doesn't make it to finals. So it's just crazy. Um, I think my favorite thing that happened this off season was um Dwayne Casey coach of the year um basically you know <laughs> it's just like he got fired and then NBA Twitter was just like going nuts because it's just like how can you fire someone that just won coach of the year like it's just but it's amazing to see people's reactions and we've got a lot of comedians on NBA Twitter so I mean it's just like hilarious people so then, then we have a lot of people. Awesome. Then, then there's a lot of people that aren't funny as well. Like those people. Are the yeah. Worst. We've there's- got all sorts of types <laughs> of personalities on NBA Twitter. I just wish there's more things in this country that can combine and unify everyone else. Like, everyone of every demographic together, like NBA Twitter. I think that's... A- I mean, <laughs> are you serious? Like, for sure. I mean, do you remember when NBA Twitter was battling Ariana Grande fans? <laughs> like, that was crazy. I mean, I've never seen anything like this. I'm like, how did how did NBA Twitter just kind of, like, like all hook up together like, ma- like a magnet? And they just, like, started beating the crap out of Ariana Grande fans. I'm like, what... First of all, it was the whole thing was ridiculous. But like why the whole thing was just strange to me. I mean, but it was the most like b- a bonding I've ever seen NBA Twitter have just getting mad over a tweet that Ariana Grande made. It was just crazy. Is there anything that you can remember and that you're willing to admit that you might have freaked out a little bit too much on NBA Twitter? Like is there is there a moment uh... that comes to mind where you just completely 
just lost it for a second. Uh, that's like a hard one. Cause I feel uh, like other than definitely... other than when people say Kyrie's better than John Wall. Oh yeah, when Kyrie like when they start talking about like Kyrie Irving and John Wall in the same sense, like that's when I really start getting triggered. Like I just can't, I, I can't handle it, and I won't do it. And like. I, for the most part, I promised myself that I would stay out of those arguments. But if I see something on the timeline, it's really hard for me, like, not to come out of retirement and, like, battle those people. But, um, yeah, I mean, I I guess, like, when the Wizards go on, like, a losing streak, I'll be like, oh, the season's over. Like, I can't believe all this. Like, you know, I, I used to overreact a lot, but I think when I see other people overreacting, I don't want to add more (laughs) on to, um the like chain reaction but yeah i mean for the most part i try to keep my twitter neutral and well not neutral but just yeah, it's like not it's calm. anything but neutral it's yeah anything it's not but neutral. neutral just like calm a calm wizards fan who knows what she's dealing with and will admit when someone's playing bad but you know you're not gonna catch me cursing on the internet you're not gonna catch me like you know picking fights with people for no reason. But yeah, I mean, but I love watching other people do it. Like it's hilarious. And see, that's the thing that I kind of get in trouble with sometimes is like picking fights on the internet that people like people will tweet me uh, something uh, like a response to one of my tweets. I'm like, well, and you just want to double down, even though you're wrong. Most like not most of the time, but some of the time you're wrong. You want to double down and go further into it. Like, here's why I'm right. And give all these advanced metrics or stats or whatever. Or just make stuff up at one. Like, I made stuff up at one point when I was 16. Like, I want to prove that I'm right and that I deserve to be here. That ain't I'm pretty sure we've gotten into a couple, like, not fights, but just, like, I don't know if they're disagreements or something. But I I definitely remember, like, you post. You you and me? Yeah. Like, you post. I think, like, I've said something about, like, Bradley Beal before, and then you, like, insulted him, and I just, like, lost it. <laughs> I can't remember. I can't remember, see, like, because I feel like you don't really do that with me, like, anymore or, like, at all because, like, I, I don't know. I feel like we're friends now. Like, you don't have to, like, expose me on the internet. But, like, <laughs> it's just, like, it's just, like, one time we got into a fight, and I was just, like, oh, my God, like. What the heck is wrong with my friend? Like, this is so weird. Look, and I, and- <laughs> I remember exactly what you're talking about. I remember, and I didn't, I, <laughs> I did it just to provoke you. I didn't mean it. That's so sad. I know, I know you didn't mean it because you texted me afterwards, like, are we good? Like, is everything, like, yeah, like, we're cool, right? And I'm just like, what the hell is going on? I'm like, this guy just started a fight with me, and I'm already mad because my team lost. And, like, this whole thing is just, like, a no-go. I, didn't, I mean... I didn't know they I, lost. <laughs> like, I wouldn't have done I that know, if I'd I don't know that. what happened, but obviously I was not feeling very good about it. So, I mean, but it's totally cool. I mean, we're, you know, like, friends, they fight about sports, whatever. <laughs> but I just remember that one time, and I'll never forget, because I was like, are you serious right now, dude? Like... You out of all people like coming at me, but yeah. my very limited knowledge about Wizards basketball just coming at you out of nowhere. Yeah, well, I did that. I did that just to provoke you. <laughs> oh, I'm I didn't. Pretty, I'm pretty sure. I mean, that's fine. That you know, a lot of people on Twitter tried to fight with me, but I, well, not a lot, but 
I mean, I got a couple people and I just like don't do it anymore because it's like a waste of time because when some people on the internet, they're set in their opinions, like it doesn't matter who's right or wrong. They're just going to like keep coming at you. So it's like, you know, unless someone wants to have a civilized basketball conversation, I will not be engaging. What is that? A Just civilized like, basketball mean, conversation. See, I've never seen one of those. You wouldn't know what that is because you're like, you're confrontational on Twitter, but it's just like, you know, like a discussion, like, you know, whatever, like we're just talking and you're like, I think, um, like, I don't know, for example, uh, Ricky Rubio is better than John Wall. And then I'm like, oh, really? Why do you think that? And then you're going to say X, Y, Z. And I'm going to be like, well, you're wrong. And I'm not going to, you know, you, you're wrong, but here's why you're wrong. And then we go back and forth and have a civilized discussion, not like, you know, cur- like, you know, the people just get crazy and insult each other and it turns into this whole thing. And yeah. So that's a civilized basketball conversation. I'm not sure if I've ever actually had one myself, <laughs> but I'm looking forward that's, to having a civilized basketball that's conversation. That's why I act like I've never seen a civilized sports conversation on the internet. I've never See, seen that one. That will never happen on the internet. I think I'm just like You're dreaming. I'm like yeah, I'm like um like a a revolutionary person, you know, like I'm like let's just start a dialogue like a civilized basketball conversation. And then everybody's going to be like, oh, you're so stupid. Shut up. And then you're going to start arguing with me. But I'm like, no, you know what? I'm set on having discussions with people. Bring your stats. Bring your logic. Bring your whatever. Not just like this craziness. I'm not for it. You know, I mean, we're, we all got to move past this craziness. But it's not going to happen. But, no. you know, what one of these days, you know, civilized basketball conversations are going to be a thing. I, I so. do I do have a point to to go off this, but I, I just want to say you retweeted my tweet about like four minutes before we started talking, and it's it's not blowing up, but I'm getting a steady stream of notifications. Really, and, that's awesome. Yeah, do you I, you have that effect on Twitter where you just retweet something and then everyone likes it because um, everyone follows you? No, I I mean, let's just say this like. I love Twitter and I always check it. I'm constantly checking it, but I have to turn off my notifications for Twitter on my phone because I don't think I'd ever get any work done if I didn't, because it's always like, you know, like it's always on. And if I have a tweet that's successful or whatever you want to call it, like just forget it. Like I won't actually, I won't be able to watch the game. I won't be able to, you know, go out on my run. Like I won't be able to do anything. I'll be stuck to Twitter just because I want to respond fast and I want to talk about sports and stuff. But yeah, I mean my Twitter, like it, I really love interacting with people on there. Like I think the people that follow me, uh, I love them like as much as they love me and I'm just like happy to be there. I mean, I first you, you were one of the first people that I interacted with on Twitter and I was really just looking for like people to talk to about sports because I just don't have any friends that like the Wizards. Like if I was going to call one of my girlfriends and say, "Hey, like let's go out, like let's go to a Wizards game." They're going to be like, "Are you out of your mind?" Like no, I don't want to go to a Wizards game. They'll go to like baseball games, but that like nobody I know really 
well, I know a lot of people now because of the internet, but <laughs> nobody, nobody I knew before watched Wizards basketball or basketball for that matter. So I'm just like, I'm so thankful that I have my platform to interact with people who watch sports because it's just like, it's the best thing ever. So the, the point I was going to get to with people interacting with you on Twitter, and I asked this to uh, a fair bit amount of people I work with, and it, it's something that's always kind of interests me, even when I got into uh, doing sports in the first place. Now, I, I never had this problem. I doubt I ever will have this problem with people um, associating my gender with something. Now, how hard has it been for you to deal with deal with people saying, "Oh, you're a woman, you can't do stuff in sports or or you don't know enough or whatever like what, what have you done to deal with it? Yeah, you know what? It's kind of like, okay, so there will be a lot of times on Twitter where I will get into not an argument but maybe a disagreement, like somebody will you know, kind of like start like, you know, disagree with me or I'll disagree with someone and then we'll go back and forth. And then eventually it's like, they'll say something like derogative, like get back in the kitchen, like B word or like whatever, like, Oh, you're a stupid girl. Like, what do you know? But it's like, when they say those things to me, it's like a compliment because it's like, they're basically saying to you, you just won this argument, but I'm not going to admit that you're right. So I'm just going to find some stupid thing to say that has nothing to do with the conversation. They just so, fall back into the things that they they know that's like, this is the conversation ender. This is all I have left. I'm going to go to Yes. It. Or they'll be like, you're ugly anyways, or you're fat or whatever. Like typical insults that guys use to insult women when they have nothing else. So to which, me, it's like. Which that's not uh, true, by the way. Yeah, you're, none, you're, like you're, none of it is true. You know, yeah. like they, like people will always say things about you that because the goal is to hurt you. But it's like, I mean, at that point, like at first it used to hurt me. You know, there used to be like a bunch of guys on Twitter for a while, not last summer, but the summer before that used to just like harass me on Twitter and stuff. But it just got to the point where it's like, imagine like some random person you have no idea who they are they're just so upset with you that they're trying to find some sort of way to like insult you and like you know being a woman who watches sports it's really hard because you know I actually don't have like a lot of guy friends in real life that watch sports because it's like they always kind of like get creepy like (laughs) after a certain point like you know you can't just I can't sit down and like watch games with um like a bunch of bros you know it's never like that because they always see me as like a woman like you know whatever but the point is like yeah I mean I deal with it my way I know a lot of women on Twitter they just at first you know might piss them off but then they just kind of go their own way because you know it's just it's like a backhanded comment compliment. It's like, I'm going to insult you, but I'm also going to like, uh, you're not, I'm not going to admit you're right, but you are. <laughs> so it, cause you know, I think for a lot of guys, it's intimidating when a woman knows just as much or if you know, more about sports than them. So I think it, it's one of those things. Because like, 
I realize that you know a ton about basketball, and I know an okay amount about basketball. So, like, I for for me, I always try to realize, hey, how much does she know, or how much like how like am I putting stock in what she knows or what she looks like or right. her gender? It's like you know a lot about basketball, and you're very good at what you do. So, for me to, you know. Just bring up the fact that you're a woman because I got a basketball conversation that went awry, and now I'm just, you know, going back to the the things that men have used for 200 years. That's a little that's a little dumb. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, and and the insult the insults are so tacky too. You know, it's not even like good insults. It's just like okay, you couldn't even like take the time to come up with a real insult, like just like typical like insult that you know it's quick and easy (laughs) like it's just the easiest thing you could say like get back to the kitchen okay like it's not the 1950s honey like are are you okay (laughs) like it's just you know it is what it is but um all I can do is kind of just ignore the the twitter haters the um keyboard warriors or whoever and just kind of tweet my stuff and show people I know about sports because I mean you know, that's what I'm, I like, I like sports. And if people can see that and look past how I look or look past the fact that I'm a woman, like that's great. That just got deep really fast. So we're just going to, yeah. we're going to slide <laughs> back over into the fun stuff. Yeah. Um. <laughs> this is like a, this is a great <laughs> podcast. Um, I don't normally like actually talk about that, those sort of things. So it's, it's great podcast, but yeah, it's starting to, it's, it's like becoming like a therapy session. <laughs> uh, no, I always should have asked women about that. Cause I, I never have to deal with that. It's just like, Hey, you're dumb or like, okay, cool. It's fine. Like I never have like personal attacks other than like very vague. Hey, you're dumb. You know, nothing. Shut up. Go away. Kind of thing. Now I've never had like people attack like, Hey, you're a dude, you know, nothing. It's like that. No. It's, it doesn't it doesn't happen to me so i always always try to understand the other side of it and, and what you have to go through because you have to go through a whole lot more than me to get to the same point where i'm at which is you know speaking from from my perspective that doesn't seem like it's fair which it's not and I, i'm not sure we'll ever get to the point where it's it's going to be fair but i know now like kids growing up like me uh like my generation i know we're a little bit more tolerant like I'm saying, like kids like 18 or, or below, we're a right. little bit more taller. We were raised on the fact that hey, we we're all should be equal. We we're raised on this equality thing, and not like you know some of the older parents or, or whatever that, that still buy into the 1960s mantra of this is how race and gender should be sorted out. So now we're moving into the 2000s and getting this new era of people on the internet and people in in workplaces and i think it's going to start improving and uh people like you and and some of the other women i've had in this podcast have really been the trailblazers of making women a more prominent figure in sports media which is fantastic and uh, i applaud you for that i respect you for all the stuff you went through getting to the point where you're at now and i don't i don't say that lightly i don't say that just because you're on the show i really do mean that oh i know i figured because you stopped like fighting with me on Twitter. So I'm like, okay, he understands me now. <laughs> like <laughs> he understands my struggle. 
like I have enough people like fighting with me, but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really hopeful. And, um, I'm just really hopeful that women in sports, um, will just be more respected because that's something that's really important to me. And I'm sure it'll be important to a lot of other young women out there. And of course, we want to all get to the point where it's not just single out women in sports, it's people in sports. We're all people in sports together. People, you know, just anybody, like anybody who's doubted um, that they know sports, that they can play sports, like, you know, just just know that let the action speak for itself and don't worry about people who are bored with their lives, just looking for someone to insult. And clarification, just for all the people that heard Becca say, I didn't mess with her on Twitter because she was a woman. I messed with her on Twitter because she was like an yeah. Uber Uber Wizards fan. So don't yeah, don't it's like asking for it. Don't <laughs> don't paint paint that picture of me that I attacked her because she was a woman, but I, because I didn't. No, he just attacked me because I was a Wizards fan. It was like it was. It's in. It's like in the face, like in your face, Wizards fan. I was like, yeah, it's I, not just like okay, like she's a Wizards fan. It's like no, really, we get it. You're a Wizards fan. Like, yeah. please stop. So eventually, you know, someone's got to say something to me like, can you just stop for one second and just like, calm can we down? have the night off, please? Can we have the night off? The Wizards aren't even playing tonight. Kind yeah, of thing. the Wizards aren't playing. Like, why, why are you getting so crazy on the internet? I've calmed down, though. A you have. Bit. You have. I'm, I'm proud of you. Yeah, I grew up a little bit. <laughs> and I, I've I realized that the whole, you know, constant stream of like, crazy fandom is like not it's not it it's fun but like you know we don't have to do it every day so yeah we're people we have lives and stuff it's yeah not we have just li- sports. I, have, I, have, I have a job you know i can't be on twitter 24 7 talking about the wizards as much as i would love to be even though like most of my job is twitter it's like yeah i can't i can't do this kind of stuff all the time i just gotta have to be on twitter and be funny which that yeah not going great but it's going good enough where I haven't gotten fired exactly. yet. So that's good. Um, okay. Wow. We filled 40 minutes of content. I feel like we did pretty good. Very easily. Yeah. I like Great. this. You, I'm happy with it. I think it's going to be a fun podcast episode. Yeah. See, like what I try to do with guests, like I call them beforehand, like, hey, let's work out all the awkward like pauses in between us on the phone first. And then we go in and like a great show we didn't have the opportunity to do that but i feel like it took us like six minutes usually it takes me like 15 to kind of understand how you speak and you understand how i speak and we just go into it this took like five six minutes so i feel like we did pretty good we did great i'm happy with it um yeah i mean it's just i love talking to people so i'm always excited to like have a conversation so this was like really great yeah maybe we'll get you back on in like 2020 Oh my god! <laughs> Maybe, hopefully, sooner. Now that I've like adjusted to my life better, and I'm not so nervous about public speaking about basketball. Yeah, you, and yeah, yeah. You you have a podcast, right? Like you you're a co-host yeah, like of a podcast. I have a podcast now. So well, okay, like, g- give yourself some promotion. Yeah. I I'm I'm yeah, sorry. Give your, I mean, if you if you guys want to follow me, you can listen to Locked On Wizards. Or you can follow me to fight with me, I guess, like if you want to, at Becca MVP. And um, yeah, I mean, I'll be back on here eventually. Hopefully it won't be, um, it won't take two years, but yeah. Okay, well, what we try to do with all of our guests before the show is over 
We go through a lightning round, five to seven random questions that you have not seen yet, and I am just pulling up on my computer. Uh, answer in 10 seconds or less. Okay. <laughs> okay, I should probably be more specific on this one. What, th- <laughs> what three famous people, living or dead, that do not play for the Washington Wizards, would you have a dinner party with? Okay. I would have a dinner party with living or dead, you said, right? Living or dead. Okay, Bruce Springsteen, Jackie Kennedy, and um, who's another one that I've always wanted to talk to? Oh, um, um, Sally Ride. Okay, that's a very <laughs> diverse group of people. I really respect the Jackie Kennedy thing. Yeah, a lot of people forget about her. Um, she was great. I just think she has been through so much in her life, and I would just love to just like know how she dealed with the tragedies that she went through. And I think she's really awesome. And she has great style. Fun fact, the color pink was not considered a girl color until she wore a pink dress to a political event. Exactly. So she so, kind of invented this whole girl pink mantra. She wins. Like, she wins everything. Best first lady, I think, of all time. Exactly. Even though she really, it was like five, like four years, five years for JFK, didn't last long enough. Yeah, seriously. And of course, that was before we were both born, so we know nothing. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, <laughs> know, what do I know anyway? We know <laughs> so literally nothing. Like, yeah, she's the best. I'm like, you weren't even alive. Like, let's settle down. Now I'm going to ask you this again. I, I'm going to be a little bit more specific. What is your like? Who is your second favorite NBA team? What's a team that you like? Like you, you always had a soft spot for. Um, honestly. I kind of see this is so difficult for me, but like I'm feeling like the Sixers only because like they haven't been as successful in these past years. I mean, obviously they've had like the great Allen Iverson, but um, like, you know, they, they've always had it tough, like Wizards fans. So I can always relate to them. I feel like see, and the Pistons. Yeah, hey, Blake Griffin, 50 points. Not bad. Right? I I am so excited about that. For me, it was all like the Orlando Magic. Like, I always liked the Magic. For some reason. Really? And, and, and Shaq went to LSU, so I guess that might be a part of it. And the whole, like, they went to the throwback jerseys when they switched to the Nike. Like, I like the Orlando Magic. I, I, really, I really do wish them the best. And now that LeBron's out of the East, it may open up like a 7th or 8th seed for the Magic, depending on how well they yeah, do. Yeah, maybe they can make a good playoff run. A little slot in, get knocked out in the first round. That's good enough for me. Or the Wizards can get knocked out in the first round. Either way. I mean, either way. <laughs> no, I think the Wizards are a second round team. Well, let's hope. <laughs> <laughs> let's hope. Um... Okay, I had it. Um, what is one food you cannot bring yourself to eat? Um, I think, like, Philadelphia roll for, like, sushi. I just don't know. Like, I just don't like the texture. Like, I tried it once, and it just didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who's your celebrity crush? Oh, man. I don't know. John Wall. See, like, uh, John Wall. <laughs> no, um... I don't really have one. I think, um, what's that dude's name? I don't even know. Like, I, I legit don't have one. I guess it uh, would be, I always thought, like, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds was cute. but Oh, he's a beautiful yeah. man. Yeah, Very he's pretty. a good-looking man. So, 
little Deadpool. Yeah, I don't, yeah. <laughs> it could be. It could be me. If you really want it to, I'm not. I'm not gonna say no. Really? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you, you, it, it, it could be me. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. It's definitely you. I'm like not, I just not, didn't want to say it. I'm not gonna make it weird. You can just say me. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, let's see. Let's let's go down. I got a list of 101 questions just That's in front funny. of me at all times. Um, let's go down this list. Ooh. Would you rather win an Olympic medal, an Academy Award, or a Nobel Peace Prize? Um, Nobel Peace Prize. You answered that very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just, I, I just like things that change the world. I like things that are beneficial to society, and um, yeah, I would definitely like to win a Nobel Peace Prize. Wow. That was like such a good person answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it, but it was genuine. It was. It was. Not, it it was. Something. It was not something that I just said because I thought it would be a good answer. I really felt that. Uh, what accomplishment are you most proud of? Um, I'm proud of getting my master's degree because that you, was really hard. You said you you graduated with a master's. You don't look or sound that old. Yeah. Like. <laughs> um. Yeah, you know, people always think I'm a lot younger than I am, and that's a compliment. I do take good care of my skin, so I guess that's why. I, I don't know. But, um, yeah, getting a master's degree was, like, the most hardest thing ever, especially in business because I had no idea what I was doing. Like, you, you just, in, in, your, in my mind, you're 22. Everyone, everyone, you're, you're not the only one in everyone's mind. I'm like 20, 21, 22, <laughs> but, um, yeah. Well, congratulations so. on that. Proud Thank of you. you. Where'd, where'd you graduate from? Um, Maryland. Maryland. Well, yeah. Terrapins. Go Terps. <laughs> Terps over everything. Yeah. Not, not in sports though. Yeah. <laughs> they're yeah, they're quite bad to a lot to, of stuff. Yeah, we don't have to go there, but um Hey, you beat yeah. Texas two years in a row though. I know, that's something. That that's what we have going for us. Yeah, Texas is back, not in Maryland. You beat right. Maryland. Or you beat Texas twice. You didn't beat Maryland. Maryland rarely Maryland ever beat did not Maryland. beat Maryland. <laughs> no, that rarely ever happens. Right. Um, last one. If you could be an Olympic athlete in what sport not named basketball would you compete in? Um, I'd like to compete in, I think either gymnastics or track. Oh, so you're a summer, summer athlete. Yeah. Summer athlete. You don't like the cold. Um, No, 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 no. I'm really bad with cold weather. Like you still live in Washington though. I don't get, I don't get it. Um, yeah. (laughs) See, I was kind of like born here, so I, I guess I never left. But, um, yeah, I mean, track, I've always watched track Olympics growing up. And I just think, like, the speed is just, like, incredible of these athletes. And I I think even more impressive, like, marathon runners, they can run, like, you know, 26 miles in, in, you know, like, a matter of um, a couple hours. And to me, that's just incredible. They can run forever. They can run forever. It's absurd. I mean, I I can run, like, three miles. I can run a 5K and be done. But, like. These people, like, they can just keep going, and it's just incredible to me. No, I run, like, six miles in an 80-minute soccer match, and I'm done. Just my legs are over. 
like it's yeah. marathon. There's runs. only so much you can do that. It's just such a mental um, sport. And I think it's just incredible that people can allow themselves to go that far and push limits. Yeah. Ever since I quit playing soccer, I'm like walking down the driveway is a little tough. Yeah. <laughs> walking down the street is like hard work. <laughs> taking, taking the trash to the road. Got to carry something on you too. It's just, eh. I'm saying that because yeah, I got I yeah. got to do that in about 20 minutes because I am an 18 year old kid who lives at home. I got to take out the trash because you know. Is it not, trash day it's, tomorrow? It's trash day at four o'clock Thursday morning. Uh oh. Yeah, yeah, you better get that out on the curb because if you don't, you're gonna be stuck with it for a whole week. So, <laughs> yeah. My driveway is like 0.25 miles long though, so it's like it's a hike. What? It's a hike. I live. That's really, crazy. Really far off the road. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Well, you don't live you don't live in New Orleans, do you? No, I live in because like, that would yeah. No, I live in Lake Charles, which is like three hours to the west. Oh, I'm actually closer okay. to Houston than I am New Orleans. Yeah, I see now. Yeah, I, that's why I work for the Houston Dynamo, not you know some team in New Orleans. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> oh, speaking of speaking of that, I forgot to ask you. So you're a fan of the other teams, right? Like the the Redskins and the. Like the other teams in the city, like the Capitals. Yes, I yeah. am. Have you ever thought about DC United, a little soccer team um, over there? I, I watch them. You know, I don't watch them religiously, but I do check them out every once in a while. I think it's just really hard for me to keep up with um, the sports. You know what I mean? Like all of them. Yeah, I'm just saying. In the summer, during the off season for the Wizards, you should probably go check out a game at that new stadium. Yeah, I, I would love to. So I'm I'm planning on it actually. I just don't know when, how, logistics, but I will I will be checking out the new stadium because it looks awesome. Oh, it's it's amazing. It's absolutely yeah. amazing. Uh, they got a got a English guy named Wayne Rooney. He's quite good at yeah. soccer. <laughs> he, he, you know, don't know if you've bad. heard of him or not. He's pretty good. Yeah. Only the all time leading goal scorer for England. Eh, no big deal. But they're gonna win. They're gonna win a Moss Cup. Yeah, I'm I'm very happy. Yeah, I'm super excited. Nevertheless, this was fun. This was amazing. We dipped into stuff that were sports related, but also life related. We talked about a, a bunch of different things. I'm very happy you made time for us, and that we could get this done on a random Wednesday afternoon in October. And this was probably one of the most fun conversations I've had. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I this is I've never done a podcast like that where we've covered covered so many topics. So it's great. Yeah, that's kind of what this show's turned into. It's like it's I'm just kind of going around and I, I told you I'm I think I'm going to put the the first part of our conversation in. I told you that uh I have a starting point, then I'm just going to let it go and see what happens. And we we got 53 minutes of magic. So It's great. I even tweeted out before I quote, I'm going to quote my tweet. So, at Becca MVP and I are about to do some magic in five minutes. You'll know soon enough. A little shooting star emoji. And we did freaking 53 minutes worth of magic. So, I think we did pretty good. Even an Orlando magic reference in there. So, we doubled down on the magic. We did really yeah. good. Everything's amazing. Um, yeah. So, please come back on soon because shows like these are, are the best. And you were very open. I promise. You were very open. And I appreciated that course.
All right. I'd, I'd feel like this is not an adequate ending for how good the show was. It just like, it just like peters out at the end. So we need some like grand gesture to send you off with. I don't really know because my mind kind of hurts right now. <laughs> I've worked all day and then we're doing this at like, it's six o'clock right now for me. Like I'm a little it's tired seven for me. I'm a little tired. So I got you. Thank you for coming on. Yay. I don't know. We're done. You'll find something. (laughs) Uh, For Becca, I'm Riley, if anyone cares.